and I started thinking more about the fact that no one really knows the reason why I wear the mask. So I figured what better place to explain it than in my diary. And that's where it gets tricky because I'm sorry, number one, I apologize for these because these are quite dreadful. We were pulling out all the stops. The studio is a mess. I think we got it on the eighth or ninth take, but got so close to the end a couple times. That makes me really, really excited for the future to see where we are and to see how big we can grow this community. And who the is Casey Sana. What's up people, Casey here. Now if you are a first time listener, welcome to the Pages of My Diary podcast. It's so good to have you here. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. This is the show where I take a look back at this diary that I've got right here. This diary I've been keeping for the past year and I've been using it to document the writing, recording, and now the release of my latest project, The Human Experience, which is available now. So if you do like what you hear and the things that we're covering in these episodes, and you want to explore and, and look for more, then I highly encourage you to check out The Human Experience. That is our latest album. Um, but I've been keeping this diary to chronicle the journey that we have been on. Sounded very grand, didn't it? Um, it was quite a roller coaster, and over the coming weeks, we're going to be getting to it all. We've experienced the good, the bad, the beautiful, and there's plenty more to come. And in today's episode, speaking of, we are asking all the important questions like Does anyone actually read the Spotify bios? Do people really like manicures? And who the hell is Casey Sana and what is the deal with that mask? We're going to be finding out the answers to all that and more. And it's coming up right after this. You see the first touch made the hair stand up on the back of my neck. It was electric love. You were my first crush. Now I'm all worked up trying to figure it out for myself. Okay, my beautiful people, that song that you just heard in the intro there was Kissing Boys in the Rain, and we are going to be getting straight into some of that right now. Um, our first entry is Sunday the 7th of February 2021. What an evening. I've managed to get the lyric video for Kissing Boys in the Rain done, and even got a little pampering session. But don't worry, I haven't gone full Hollywood just yet. In front of the lens looked absolutely amazing, and I'm stoked with how it's turned out. But the same can't be said for behind the camera. The studio is a mess. Now, <laughs> this Casey Sana studio that we have here, we're very blessed to have it. It's beautiful to have a, a dedicated space where I can come and create content and sometimes shoot music videos, um, but it's not terribly big. It's not the biggest space, so you know, it gets messy and it gets unorganized very easily and very quickly. And as you can imagine, when we're shooting a music video, chaos can unfold. So, you know, we had the, as we discussed in last week's episode, we had the overhead tripod shot thingy um, set up and I had my DSLR on there. So obviously that's quite heavy. So we were using like 
the Malibu hoodie as a counterweight for for the um the overhead shot. Really just DIYing it up. We had lights that we got in and um we were using like t-shirts or old pillowcases as diffusions to make the light a bit softer. We were pulling out all the stops, but as I said, the studio did get very messy very quickly, but you know, it's nothing that can't be cleaned up and we got a good video out of it, so you can't really complain, can you? The only real difficulty we ran into while shooting was the fact that turning paper in time with music is actually harder than it looks. I think we got it on the 8th or 9th take, but got so close to the end a couple times and then either skipped too many pages or couldn't turn the page in time. And to really get in the mood, I got a nice little manicure and coat of nail polish before shooting, courtesy of my mama. Yeah, that's my first time having, or the first time I remember having my nails painted. And I don't, I don't really get what all the fuss is about. Just when the coat came on, it felt like I had dirt underneath my nails, if that makes sense. It just, yeah, it felt quite uncomfortable. It wasn't the nicest feeling, so probably not something I'm going to rush back to do, but... I think it looked kind of cool as well. It was just a little clear coat and to be fair, my mum did the best with what she had because I don't know if you can see if you're watching on YouTube, but I am a little bit of a nail biter. So there's not a whole lot of uh, surface area to deal with, but the manicure felt nice. That, that was quite relaxing to be fair. But moving on from my pampering session, Tuesday, the 9th of February, 2021. Quote, it all started with a fan club of one. Today was an admin day, scheduling a few YouTube videos, checking up on ads, and redoing my Spotify bio. I wanted to rewrite the bio, as a lot has changed, and reading my current one, I feel like it doesn't help people get to know me. From what I remember, my first bio was very, very proper, and to be honest, probably what you'd expect to see on a, on a cover letter of a job application. You know, it was... To best describe it, I'd say it was very vanilla. You know, it, it was very indifferent. You'd read it and then probably forget about it two seconds later. Um, so I set out on writing the perfect bio for seven people to see. Here were some ideas I had. Now, just before I get into these, um, I do want to ask the question, does anyone actually read the Spotify bios? Because even from my point of view, I noticed that after the only time that I've read a Spotify bio is just when I was reading other artists one, getting ready to write mine, not even because I was interested, you know? So if any of you out there do actually read the Spotify bios, it would be very helpful to let me know, you know, I feel like you're an endangered species, but I could be wrong as well. I could be the, the endangered uh, species here. So anyways, let's get into these. And I just know they're going to be awful. I, I just know. Um, right, first one here, this sounds good. Quote, just a small town girl trying to make people a little happier. Now, along with it being short, you know, it's very obscure. It kind of, I mean, it doesn't really because it's not that funny, but it shows my comical side a little. Um, it kind of tells you a little bit about who I am and, you know, my message or my goal, what I want to do. I want to make people a little happier, but... That's definitely just not it. That is not a Spotify bio that <laughs> I would want on my profile. 
Um, so we, we had another great idea in this brainstorm. Quote, who am I? Look in the mirror and you'll find out. Now this, this right here, I'm sorry, number one, I, I apologize for these because these are quite dreadful. Um, I promise the, the actual Spotify bio I have is a lot better than this uh, and a bit more detailed, but this is my attempt at being artsy and mysterious and, oh, if you want to find out who I am, look in, inside yourself or something like that. Um, <laughs> bottom line is they were both very strong contenders, but luckily none of these made the cut and in the end I settled on this. Now, I've only written the first line, which you heard at the top of the entry, which is, it all started with a fan club of one. But fortunately, I have Spotify on my phone. So what I'm going to do is, where's my phone? There we are. I'm going to read it out right from my phone, right from Spotify. This is going to be so authentic. Um, so yeah, it all started with a fan club of one. Back in 2018, before I had any music out, I was setting up my Instagram, and believe it or not, the username Casey Sana was already taken. So in a completely ironic way, I settled on at the Casey Sana fan club, as it was funny to me that literally no one knew who I was. Not my friends, my family, just me. A fan club of one. My goal has always been to create the music that I want to listen to and tell the stories that reflect life, whether that's an intimate folk ballad like Building Bridges or an upbeat, dreamlike pop song such as Cardboard Spaceships. The Casey Sina fan club started as a fan club of one, but over the years we've been building a community of people who are obsessed with the same thing I am, spreading a little more love in the world. So, if you want to be a part of the best fan club in the world, Join the journey and spread the word. I think that's pretty good. I, I Again, let me know your thoughts if you think that's absolute dog you know what. Um, but yeah, like I said at the start of this when it dawned on me that I was the only one who knew about the music because I didn't have any music out at the time. Um, so nobody knew about the songs. Obviously with the mask, no one knows, knows who I am. Um, and I didn't have those friends and family to let in on it and have them be my first three, four hundred followers, you know, not that I've got that many friends, but, um, you, you get the point, you know, kind of that jump start and that boost. It was literally starting from one person and then another person came and then the word spread a little bit more and seeing where we've come from, from one to, you know, 500, over 500, you can see from our, if you're watching on YouTube, um, our YouTube plaque, our 500 subscribers. Um, if you're on the audio version, I have a little plaque that I made in, in our studio to represent those 500 lovely people that took the time, enjoyed a video enough to say, I want to see more and hit subscribe. And we've now grown that to, like I said, hundreds of people. And that makes me really, really excited for the future to see where we are and to see how big we can grow this community, but also the kinds of people and the kindness of people hopefully will be spread throughout the community and it will just be a lovely place to, to hang out and a lovely place that people can call home. And then moving on to the, the music side of things, the next paragraph about all I've wanted to do is create the music I wanted to listen to. So a lot of artists may get bogged down and and um, 
caught up in genre or what is my genre, what is my niche and they find one thing and stick to it. But for me, all I want to do is create music that I want to listen to. So if I want to listen to a rock song, I'm going to make a rock song. If I want to listen to a, a, an intimate folk ballad like Building Bridges, I'm going to make Building Bridges. Um, so I think that helps me with diversity and, and being having eclectic taste has helped me make eclectic music. And, you know, it can go to some pretty crazy places sometimes, but um, that's the way I like it. Like I said, telling the stories and making the music that I feel needs to be made, you know? And then obviously, the last paragraph, talking about the fan club, again, go going from one person to where we are now, every time I say thank you for tuning in or thanks for all the love or thanks for X amount of followers or subscribers or likes, whatever it is, I really do mean it because Casey Sana is as much about you guys as it is me because without you, I'm a musician playing to an empty room or talking to a camera with no one on the other side of it, you know? Um, so you guys really are important to me and, and mean the world. Okay, Spotify bios done and out the way for today. We're going to get straight back into this entry and on with the episode. I feel like with the mask, there's certain things that I can't reveal at the moment, but I want to be as open as possible and let people get to know me and what I'm about. So any chance I get to do that, that's something I'm going to jump at. I mean, I, I understand what past Casey is uh, is getting on at, but I think now I'm of the mindset where it's actually really nice because aside from things like my age and, you know, maybe where I'm living or, or where I'm from, you know, I like playing around with the, the different accents and, and dialects from time to time. Kind of keeps it, keeps it a little fun and interesting. But apart from those things, there's not really a lot that I can't, open up about, you know, my likes and interests. I used to be of the mindset where, you know, I would get ready to film a video and I think, oh no, I can't wear, I can't wear this denim jacket because it's something, you know, I, I have a blue denim jacket in my main wardrobe and people are going to find out and then they're going to put two, two together. They're going to say, oh no, you've got a blue denim jacket and so is Casey, you know, and I'm going to be found out like, like that's the worst thing in the world. Um, but then I started to realize, I kind of take a step back and I go, well, that denim jacket is from Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters is a multi-million dollar company. Um, they've probably sold thousands that look exactly like that. So then you kind of calm yourself down and think, well, yeah, you know, maybe I'm not as unique as I think, um, but in a good way, because then you can get lost in the crowd and you don't have to stress over those things too much. And the same with interests, like I'm really, really into fitness and I used to be an athlete, you know, before the music, um, before I kind of pursued that. But I thought I could never share that before because it's like, oh, no, they'll know, you know, they'll they'll put piece the image together and people will know. Um, and again, like I said, that's not the worst thing in the world, but also there's plenty of athletic people out there. You know, you, you'll only have to go through Instagram and you'll find one. So that's a nice thing. And that's probably a mindset change that I've gone through here. Um, and it's nice to be open as well, because it reminds me of the quote, 
give a man a mask and he'll tell you the truth. When you have this anonymity, you have you have a lot of potential power to kind of go wrong with it, but it makes you a lot more confident and a lot more open and a lot more free. And that's a beautiful thing that I've realized since doing all of this. Okay, now we are on to Wednesday, the 10th of February, 2021. Today, I was thinking of caption ideas for the lead up to the album release. And I started thinking more about the fact that no one really knows the reason why I wear the mask. So I figured what better place to explain it than in my diary. So here it goes. One of the main reasons for the mask is because, being honest, I was a little fed up with how tightly we cling to our identities and treat things like political views, eating habits, or religions like football teams to support and defend at all costs. To me, some of these labels are hurting more than they're helping. People will use your skin colour as the reason you did or weren't able to do something, use gender as an excuse for why they did or didn't get that promotion, and use your political views to decide if you're an ally or an enemy. Now, this is quite strongly written, um, <laughs> quite strongly written for me, to be honest, but I do see, I see where I'm coming from. You know, we spoke about one or two episodes ago, we spoke about the two sons of an alcoholic and how perspective on your life events can be different depending on the different person you are. You can either, you know, go one way or the other. And if you want to check that example out, definitely go back and watch the episode because it is a fantastic story for this sort of thing. But I guess I, I feel like sometimes, and again, this isn't everyday life. This is just when you turn the news on or controversy in general. But sometimes it feels like the world has turned into a massive game of, you remember that game Top? Top trumps where it's like something, you know, you pick a category like energy um, and, you know, whoever has the higher score wins the card or, or however it works. But the world feels like that sometimes with people just complaining about, no, I've got it worse because X, Y and Z. And then another person comes along and says, I've got it worse because of X, Y and Z. And I almost think that if you could flip that mindset and say, you know, not necessarily bragging like I've got it better, but look how great, you know, look how grateful I should be and how grateful I am because I have X, Y, and Z or A, B, and C even, maybe, <laughs> who knows? But going back to this point, I think um, even going back further to episode four, where we spoke about seek and you'll find the Tony Robbins example. Um, see, I remember the episode for that one. Um, and looking for red versus looking for brown. Maybe when you didn't get that promotion, you were looking for reasons. Um, you know, maybe you didn't get the promotion because they genuinely found somebody better and they just happened to look different to you. But I also... I want to play devil's advocate and I, I want to make people realize that, don't get me wrong, I'm well aware of the real prejudices and, and the the awful things that, you know, kind of people think about others because they look or sound or are different. I, I know they exist, but the hard time that I have is I don't understand that mindset because I don't have it. I don't know what it's like to be a CEO of a company interviewing a, a black person 
and they're sitting across from me giving a really good interview and I'm just thinking in my head, there's no way you're getting employed. I'm not employing you. Simply off the color of your skin. I do not know what that mindset is like. I don't know what it's like to be in the workplace with with a female who's who's going, you know, they're trying to pitch to me that they want to be CEO or or, or CFO and, and they want to be big in the company. And I'm just going through again in my head and going, you're a woman. There's no way you could do this job. I don't know what that's like, but people who look the same as the real me and people who come from where I come from undoubtedly do, you know, they do have those mindsets and that's where it gets tricky because you can't tarnish everybody with the same brush just because you had a bad experience with somebody who looks like this example you can't copy and paste that onto everyone else who looks like that, that you meet. And it's a hard way to live life because you're taking that risk. You're taking the risk of having the same thing possibly happen. You're taking the risk of being vulnerable and being open to being hurt. But you're also taking the risk for the opportunity to have a better experience as well. And that's, that's the fine line we walk. Relating it back to the mask. All of that to say, and when we get to where we're going, it won't be because of these labels that we that we stick on things or or we use as excuses for why we can't do something. I want to empower people. So when I make it to that point, it won't be because of my gender. Oh, of course, Casey San is a woman, so of course they made it as a musician. Or it won't be my skin color. Oh, he's white. Of course he's accepted by the music industry. It won't be because of any privilege or who my parents are. You know, they're not connected to the music industry. Just to put your mind at ease, my, my dad's an engineer and my mum works in an office. And no, it's not the Sony Music or Warner Music office. It's it's much less glamorous and much harder work, I'm sure. Um, but all of that to say, like I'm trying to get across, it's to empower, into, it's to show that I am I am nobody. I'm I'm got a mask on. I have no identity. I am no one. But by succeeding as no one, I want to show that anyone can do whatever it is you want to do. And it is is different to different people. You know, it doesn't have to be music. It could be entrepreneurship. It could be um, philanthropic endeavors. It could be being the best husband or being the best wife, the best mother that you can be. Um, and that's really what I want to show. I really hope you can understand and get where I'm coming from. That was a lot to take in, a lot to go through. And again, it's just my opinion. And in a few years, it could morph, it could change, or it could stay the same. I don't know. Um, I guess you could say that the only teller of truth is time, I guess. Whew, that was, that was a lot. Um, so my apologies, that was very in-depth, but do me a quick favor, this is for the YouTube version, uh, if you're watching the podcast right now, do me a favor, if you are still watching, drop me a comment below and just write the word love, any emojis you like, any add-ons, but just write the word love so I know that you've made it this far and hopefully, hopefully you take something out of that, I felt like it was half inspirational and half rant video so apologies if I got a little bit too into it at points but 
we're going to get the last bit of this uh, this entry and also the last bit of this diary done. The first diary out the way. So let's get in, into it and let's, uh, let's finish it off. I feel like if I can achieve the level of success that I dream of, I can be an example for people to see that they can achieve their dream, regardless of the things in their way. Yeah, and going back to, to what I was talking about earlier, I... Even when we were a fan club of one, you know, I never really saw it. I never saw Casey Sana as me. You know, I make the music, but Casey has never really been a me thing. I've always seen it as a as a we thing, you and I. If I'm a musician, you know, and, and you guys aren't there to support me, then I'm a musician playing to an empty crowd or talking into an empty camera with nobody on the other side. So Casey Sana is you know, that, that kid, that kid on the other side of this screen who has a really, really big dream and doesn't, hasn't quite worked out the how yet. They don't know how they're going to make it, but they have a belief. They have that belief and they've got a work ethic that they just want it so bad and they are willing to, to work hard for it. That's Casey Sana. That's the mindset. The, the entrepreneur who's listening to this podcast on her way to a business meeting who she's she's 40 she's been working so hard all her life she hasn't had a business take off yet but again she's got that belief she believes that this next business will take off that's Casey Sana people who lead with love in this world and compassion and tolerance and understand what I was saying earlier about intersections of, of culture and getting to know different people and how that is a beautiful thing. That's Casey Sana. And that's what I do it for. I, I make music, I make content, I do this podcast, I keep this diary for one word, love. I just want to spread a little bit more love in this world. And that brings us to the end of Love Diary number one. Um, that sounds a bit, that sounds like a different podcast now. Um, my Love Diary. But that is, pod, that is diary number one done. 14 episodes in. I hope that you have enjoyed this one and I hope you are enjoying these. We've got plenty, plenty more to come. As always, I want to hear what you guys have to say. So either leave me a comment below when you go and comment love below. Um, hit me up via Instagram at the Casey Sana fan club. Come be a part of the Casey Sana fan club and also make sure you're subscribed or if you're listening on Spotify or any podcast service, make sure you're following us so you never miss an episode. Also, please, please, if you want to help us bring you guys better music, better content and more of it, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Casey Sana to join the Casey Sana fan club and support us on our mission of spreading a little bit more love in the world. Now, my last, last point, my do not forget for this podcast, a roof is a man-made thing. So burst through that motherfucker.